I want to bring in CNN Chief Law Enforcement and Intelligence Analyst John Miller. John, what does it tell you that they are using divers in the waters near the location where the suspect's car was found? We just saw Shimon not close, uh, very close to there. Well, every investigation is a progressive thing. So, you know, we know things today that we didn't know yesterday um, and that we didn't know the day before. What they learned yesterday with the execution of three separate search warrants, one on the car, another on the house, and another on a, on a different property, is uh, things that are influencing what they're doing today. Mm -hmm. They found a note which indicated that he didn't expect to be around when the note was found. So that's the equivalent of, of a suicide note in some manner. So that shifts that search to the water. His car ends up there. There's no sign of him. There's water in front of where the car is. Uh, did he get on a boat and further escape? Or uh, is he under the water? Did he follow through on the idea that he was going to take his own life? Was that by drowning? The only way they're going to know that is with divers. Another clue yesterday was in the search of the car, they found a, a rifle, an AR-15 platform in the 308 caliber, which is similar in description, uh, make and model to the gun used in the attack. So was that the gun from the attack? Did he leave it behind um, and take his own life? Mm. Um, or did he escape and has access to another weapon? So that's why the shift. But in the background, as Shimon uh, demonstrates for, by being on the scene, they are still um, poised, um, coiled, if you will, to respond to anything that could be a sighting or a sign because they also know what they don't know. And right now we're still in a period of increased knowledge, but some uncertainty. Yeah, I mean, as they should be uh, doing exactly that, of course. Can you just drill down a little bit more, John, on what you mentioned about this note that was found? I know you've been talking to sources about this, in addition to the suspect's cell phone. So um, I don't have the copy that the note contains, uh, but it was characterized to me as uh, a note that was written uh, that um, gave information to others um, about uh, where things could be found and, you know, uh, how things could be disposed of. It was clearly a note that suggested when it was found or read that he was no longer going to be with us. Now, of course, did his plans change? Did he follow through? We don't know. But one of the reasons that that is critical to know is if they can establish that he took his own life, then the whole shelter-in-place thing mm -hmm. can be lifted right away. The other reason it's critical is because if they can establish that that is not likely the case, uh, then they still know that they're hunting for a person who is likely armed and definitely dangerous. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, the community uh, is understandably extremely on edge, as Shimon has been talking about from there and others as well. John Miller, thank you so much for that reporting. I want to dig deeper with experts who we have with us. Neil Franklin is a retired Maryland State Police Commander, and Catherine Schweit is a former senior FBI official and an active shooter expert. Neil, I'm going to start with you. What is your takeaway from what we heard earlier today, there was a press conference. We didn't play a lot of it, actually any of it, because um, there, was, there was a lot, let me just put it this way, there were a lot of words, there weren't a lot of details, except for that critical one, which is that they're sending divers into the river. Yeah, yeah, let me begin with it. John brought up a lot of important points mm -hmm. here. 
Um, it is a process of elimination that the teams have to go through uh, searching everywhere. So searching this, this body of water, um, it will just help them out so much in this investigation. But there's one thing that I was thinking about here. You know, his car was located here, but if he hopped on uh, some type of watercraft, where is it? Um, if he took it to another part of the lake, where is it? Did he, would he sink it? And that's another reason they would have to search. It's a process of elimination at this point, especially when it comes to that body of water and searching other places. And, I, and I'd also like to say during this process of elimination, um, it's important that the citizens do their diligence. In a community like this, very seldom do people lock their doors. I mean, they feel safe. They don't lock their cars. They might leave their keys in their car. They leave their doors unlocked or outbuildings unlocked. And I think it's important that they secure these premises. Now, you can get into them mm -hmm. easily. However, being locked, it makes noise. You know, force is applied, which can alert someone to the presence of, of card yeah. or, or, or someone else. So yeah. I think that's very important that people lock their doors, their cars, secure their facilities. It's going to help a lot. It's going to help a lot in yeah. this investigation. Yeah, and it sounds like uh, people are... are definitely complying there. Catherine, you are uh, not only a former FBI official, but your, your specific area of expertise is with active shooters. What are your right now and the information that has been found that John Miller and Shimon were both talking about? I, I think, you know, as they mentioned, that th this is just kind of the doggy dog kind of beat the leather on your shoes kind of investigative work that has to be done now that almost has kind of nothing to do with the fact that that he has has committed this heinous act it's it's he's a criminal they're they're looking for him now and they have to apply those same techniques that they apply in any other situation i think the maybe some of the added layers on top of it really have to do with where this mind the mindset of this individual might be uh, because we know that this is a planned event. Targeted violence is a planned event. So this person planned it. He gathered the, the things that he needed for it. He's carrying it with him. A lot of shooters, sometimes we see them, they carry way more mm. ammunition, for example, than they're ever going to use, uh, but they want to be prepared. And so he, if he had a car and he abandoned it at some place, you know, my instinct says, oh, did he, he may have hopped on a boat. Did he hop in another car? Did he have materials staged someplace else? And, and maybe the search of the house will help to give them some of that information uh, that, that kind of speaks to his future, where he wants to go. And, and Catherine, just staying with you, uh, this note that was found, and you know, we're being careful because nobody knows uh, what he ended up doing, but it seems as though officials are approaching this in part as he might be dead, which is why they're looking down, divers are going down into the river. How does that um, sort of connect with the idea of him going in with his face fully uh, visible? He didn't cover his face. People know who right. he is. Yeah, he, he intended to do this and he intended to, for people to know it was him, for sure. When I think about, you know, when I, as an FBI agent, when I work bank robberies and you have somebody who takes off, after a bank robbery, they're trying to get away. They cover their face, they run, and they continue to run. We don't have that here, any evidence of that. This uh, individual 
and knew that people in the in the bar and the, and uh, and the bowling alley likely would know who he is. He's from the community. Mm -hmm. And active shooters, mass shooters, active shooters shoot in their communities. They shoot in places they're familiar with. They shoot people who they know uh, and they get frust get frustrated with. And that leakage that comes out beforehand. Uh, it might include a note that goes out on social media or a note that goes out someplace else, right? But in this case, they find a note. You have to know that they're looking for the idea that 30 to 40% commit suicide uh, or do want to commit suicide, and maybe that's what we have here. All right, we're going to have to leave it there. We will no doubt be back talking to both of you uh, soon. Thank you so much, Neil Franklin, uh, Catherine Schweit. Appreciate it.